Pastor John Cannon and the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this lesson from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from the Scriptures will equip and motivate you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join Pastor John as we study the Word together. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the promotions, the good things in life that, that you bless us with. And thank you, Lord, for Jared and for Eddie and, and how you've moved in their life and given them uh, new jobs. And we just praise you for that and uh, pray you help them excel in those positions and bless them. Uh, Lord, we also pray for Miss Tammy today. Uh, and Lord, we know that she's been through some other surgeries besides the cancer. Uh, but Lord, we just pray, God, that you touch her, that you bring healing to her body. Uh, but more than anything, we ask God you encourage her heart and help her to feel your presence and give her strength that she needs every day to fight this horrible disease and to depend and to trust in you uh, through all of this. We ask you to lift her and her family up, encourage their hearts, let them know that you're there. May they always feel your presence. And Lord, we do pray for healing of her cancer. God, we pray today for all of our dads that are here. And Lord, we thank you for... Uh, each and every dad that sees the importance of bringing their family to church. And, uh, Lord, we just pray that you use them, that you bless them, that you encourage them today. I pray, Lord, for this simple little message that you've uh, laid on my heart, that it would be one that brings encouragement to these dads today, uh, and actually to all of us. It applies to every single one of us. Uh, we're just making the special uh, application to dads today. Uh, but, Lord, just help us to, to be that man and woman uh, that are disciples of yours and Christ followers and that love you and serve you uh, all the way to the end. Uh, we ask your blessings on our, the remainder of our service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love the passage of Scripture in Psalm 112. It says, Happy is the man who fears the Lord. Uh, I don't know of any greater joy or any greater happiness that you can have in life than to be at the place in your life where you completely give your heart, your life, your soul, yourself, your career, your family over to the Lord. Because there's all types of glitter and tinsel out there that attracts people uh, to chase after in life, thinking, boy, if, if they can just get a hold of that, whatever that is in life. And we've all probably been tempted with those types of things. But there's no true happiness other than trusting in Christ as your Savior, allowing Him to be the Lord of your life, the leader of your life, and you be the Christian um, servant leader that God's called you to be in your family, there's no greater joy than that. Um, money can't buy that type of happiness. Are you with me? I don't care how much money you have. You, it cannot buy that type of happiness. And I've been around some wealthy people, and they may be happy for a season, but deep down there's really no depth of joy and happiness simply because that only comes through knowing the Lord, and trusting in Him as your personal Lord and Savior. So today, I love that passage of Scripture 112 and Psalm 112, and I just wanted to bring it to your, your attention. I hope today's a wake-up call for some of our dads. Matter of fact, I'm going to challenge all of our dads at the end of this message, and, uh, and I hope you'll respond to that in a positive way. But guys, I want you to know that America today, they beat down dads. I mean, you watch the, the famous sitcoms on TV. One of the famous ones is Everybody Loves Raymond, right? 
You know what that show really is about? It's degrading the authority and the position of a dad. That's really all that is. It's downgrading that and laughing at that. Now, I know there's some other things we can laugh at in that show, but that's one of the things that sticks off that kind of puts a little crawl in my saddle whenever I watch that show is how it's always demoralizing the title and the position of a dad. Another show that you guys are very familiar with, and um, and Kevin James stars in that show, that King of Queens, King of Queens, King and Queens, I forget the name of it, King of Queens show, and, and we laugh at that, but you really, you know what that show does? It demoralizes the position and the title of a dad. Guys, I'm here to tell you today, America needs some godly dads. Some godly fathers. America needs you. Our nation needs you. Our states need you. Our communities need you. Our churches need you. Our jobs and career places need you. But more importantly, your family needs you. Your family needs you to rise up and be that godly man that God has called you to be. The godly dad to lead that home so that you can have the attributes of Psalm 112 be true about you and about your your family. So I want to just draw that attention to you out of Psalm 112 and let you know that we need godly dads today. All through scripture we see where Jesus taught with object lessons, right? I mean, you can go through Scripture and you can see where Jesus oftentimes used object lessons to touch the hearts and the minds of different people as he was teaching these lessons. He used fish. He used nets. He used fishing. He used bread. He used water. He used rivers. He used trees. He used fruit and vineyards and wooden boards and poles and planks and shepherds and sheep. And the list is unending what all he used. Well, today I want to try to bring a message to you, just simply titled, Duct Tape Lessons for Being a Great Dad. And I really want to use just a simple roll of duct tape in this lesson today and try to apply it. It's not going to matter. I'll just throw it on the ground. This place is a disaster right now. Would you agree? It is a a mess. And I hope and pray you'll be here for Vacation Bible School. By the way, next Sunday is going to be a big Sunday. It's our commencement Sunday. Uh, we're going to have hamburgers and hot dogs. you got to bring the sides. We're going to have two big water slides out there for everybody to slide on. It's going to be a great day. Uh, so make plans to be here for next Sunday for our commencement service, but also this week for, for VBS. But today I want to share with you just simply an object lesson dealing with duct tape. And before I actually get into it, I want to show you this short video. So guys, go ahead and fire up the video. Go ahead and start playing that right now. And uh, this is just a short little video about duct tape. So I want you to check this out, if you will, please, real quick. All you guys have duct tape, right? Every dad here probably has it. I know it's not politically correct. Just laugh. What is this? What? That's a good one, isn't it? 
definitely a dad thing right here. Everyone went to his own town to register because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary and was expecting a child. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, didn't we all learn something today, guys? Yes, sir. That's a pretty neat little video. We all have duct tape, right? Many uses you can get out of, out of duct tape. Duct tape was developed back in World War II. Uh, actually, the military uh, needed something to help keep the ammo boxes dry. And uh, Parcel, I believe, uh, Permacel was the company that developed uh, this tape. They needed a very strong tape that could keep the ammo boxes uh, dry from getting moisture in there, something they could tear real quickly. So they came up with this tape. It was called something else. I don't know the official name of it. Paul probably knows the official name. If anybody here knows the official name of it, I'm going to say Paul knows. Do you know? What is it? 100 mile an hour tape? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the, uh, they say, history tells us, or the word is, that the military is the one that termed the, the name of it duct tape. Okay, I don't know if it's duck, the water runs off a duck's back or duck that you put around stuff. I don't know how the name actually came to pass. Actually, I read this article that astronauts in the Apollo 13 capsule used duct tape to, um, to improvise a life-saving carbon dioxide fiber. Duct tape is standard equipment on the space shuttle and the International Space Station. So uh, that's some pretty high-tech things there. They're using duct tape. Uh, form. Mechanics have even said, I know we have a pilot here, so you can tell me if this is true, uh, but I read an article where a mechanic even used it to patch a hole on the, the windshield of a, of a jet plane using it to patch it up so they could get back on duct tape. Don't know if that's true or not, but it's what I read. Um, let me show you some pictures. Here, here's some things, some ways that we can use duct tape today. So real quick, guys, this is a great way. You can build your own wallet by using duct tape. How many have a duct tape wallet? How many have ever used duct tape to repair a wallet? Yeah, we all have, right? Okay, next slide. Here's another one. Another way you can use duct tape. What about making your own hammock? Guys, you realize there are really websites out there today that design all these amazing things and show you how you can create these things using, using duct tape? Here's another one using duct tape. What about making or repair? Do the upholstery job on your own couch. Now, the problem with that, you sit down on that one with no uh, with no shirt on, that's going to be a nasty mess. Anyway, here's another one, kind of to strap all the gadgets on your bicycle uh, using duct tape. What about this one? Stay here for just a moment, Charlie. Look at this one. All of these clothes are designed using duct tape. And that's pretty creative, is it not? We ought to have a duct tape Sunday where everybody creates their own shirt and wears it, wears it to church. And... Um, Actually, I was out buying some duct tape the other day. They really have, it's in all colors. I mean, it's any, all color, all sizes that you need in duct tape. I was pretty shocked to see all of that. Here's another one. Check this one out. I don't know if I would trust this one or not, but this is a parachute made completely out of duct tape. I don't know if I would trust that. Here's one. You need help moving? On that next move were the cobs. Cobs right here. Here's how you get to Iowa, right there, okay? Duct tape it all down, uh, strap the kids to it. I mean, you, problem solved, right? On our way to Iowa. That's the Cobb family right there. 
on the way to Iowa. Okay, I think I've got another one or so here. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, this is a cool one, right? Need to take care, <laughs> need to take care of the babies? Just boom, right there. Uh, they'll be there for you. And, of course, this is the picture uh, of World War II where they say that duct tape actually was uh, developed during that era and during that time. But today I want to give you, take out your sermon notes, I just want to give you five little practical points uh, that we can relate with duct tape that will help us to be duct tape dads is what I'm calling this. I hope and pray by the end of this that we will all be those duct tape Dad. So duct tape lesson number one is this. Put it up, number one. Number one is that we stick to the main thing. I mean, duct tape is very adhesive, right? I mean, how many have used duct tape to repair things? I remember back in the day, uh, you know, I told you last week that I had to chop a lot of wood and cut a lot of wood, and my dad would have logs dropped, and it was my job to cut them up for firewood because we heated our house with that in the in the wintertime. And oftentimes with a mallet or an axe, if you miss, uh, the wooden axe or mallet would get... Uh, splintered or, or broken or chipped. How many have ever taken duct tape and kind of wrapped it around that mallet or that axe to kind of keep it, keep it in place? Duct tape sticks to a lot of things. But here's what I want you to stick to, dads. And whenever you're thinking about duct tape, I want you to think about this. John 15 and verse number 4 says, Jesus says, Remain in me and I in you. Just as the branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, so neither you can unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. And the one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. Guys, here's the main point that I want you to take away from this today on this Father's Day message. I want you to stick to Jesus Christ. He is the main thing in your life, right? There's going to be other distractions. There's going to be other little shiny objects that are going to come by that Satan is going to tempt you to chase after. But I want you to stick to Jesus Christ. I promise you he's all you need, right? In everything in life, I want you to stick to him. He needs to be the front and the center of everything in your life. Guys, are you listening to me? So I want you to stick to the main thing And that's Jesus. Listen to what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 14. He said, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Now, Paul was pursuing the goal that God had laid on his heart for him to pursue his relationship with Christ and the mission that God had called him to in life. Guys, that's it. Boy, we can get distracted with careers and family and activities and all these other things that are out there, status symbols. But I want you to stick to the Lord. And there will come times in your life, guys, listen, there will come times in your life where you will be tempted just to lay down the Bible and walk away from it. There's going to be times like that where you're going to be tempted to say, you know what, maybe this really isn't worth it after all. I want you to know that's a temptation from Satan himself To try to destroy you. So take duct tape lesson number one. Stick to the main thing. Right? Work on your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Stay in God's word every single day. Grow as a man of God. To be that godly man that we read about in Psalm 112. Number two. Not only stick to the main thing. But number two. Be strong but flexible. Be strong but flexible. Scripture says that, Jesus says that we are to be meek. You know what meekness is? Meekness is power under control. Strength, a quiet strength that we're to have. 
And we've got to learn to be flexible in life because life's going to throw you a curveball, right? I mean, he's had some of those thrown at you. And all of a sudden, life is going good, and all of a sudden, there's a curveball that comes in and, and maybe hits you right between the eyes. I mean, there's going to be some times when you've got to be flexible. But I want you to look at being strong. How do we do that? Ephesians 6, 10 and 11 says, Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the tactics of the devil. Guys, every single day when we get up, we must put on and clothe ourselves with the armor, the full armor of God. Because we're in a battle. And what we need to be is strong. We need to be meek. We need to have that, that quiet strength as we lead our families and as we work on our jobs and as we live our own personal lives. So be strong. Our world today needs some some strong, godly men. Hello? We need strong men. We need men that are men. I'm going to get on a tangent right here real quick. We don't need... We need men. Right? You with me? This whole transgender thing, how in the world do we get to that? Right? If you're a man, be a man. Be a man's man. Mom, let that little boy get dirty. Hello? Let him grow up to be a man. Dads, teach your boys to be men. Hello? How in the world? I didn't think we would ever get to the place in our world where the gender lines would be blurred. But sometimes I pass people and I I don't know if it's a man or if it's a woman or what it is. Hello? Be strong men. Be what God's called you to be, right? Are you with me? Some of you are looking at me like a bullfrog in a hellstorm, and I know it may not be politically correct to get off on some of that stuff, but we've got to raise our boys to be boys and raise our girls to be girls. Be strong leaders in the home, strong but flexible. Number three, hold it together. Duct tape obviously holds it all together and holds everything together. God has you, men, as the leader in the home. And your job is to hold the fabric of the family together. So that means, guys, you've got to rise up and lead in the home. You cannot be a passive leader in the home. You've got to rise up and lead and hold it all together. Now, ultimately, I want you to listen to 1 Timothy 3, verse 4 and 5. And I understand this is talking about the qualifications of a, of a bishop or a pastor, pastor or an elder. But it, it can apply to all of us. In 1 Timothy 3, 4, and 5, it says that we are to be one who manages his own household competently, having his children under control with all dignity. And if anyone does not know how to manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? So we need to rise up and lead in the home. It's not enough to lead on the job and lead in our careers and be the best that we can be there and then come home and veg out on the recliner when you get home. Dad, we can't do that. We've got to lead in the home as well. So hold it all together. And, of course, we do that with the help of the Lord. Number four, five simple points here. Number four, don't get exposed to the wrong elements. Duct tape, if it's exposed to the weather and to the wrong elements out there, it will start to deteriorate, right? It'll get brittle. It'll get crusty. How many ever had duct tape do that, right? What do we have to do? We have to go back and put fresh tape on it because it's been exposed to the elements and it's starting to break down and fall apart and become very weak. Men, I want you 
to make a vow today that you're not going to expose yourself to the wrong elements that can break you down as a godly man. So we've got to pay attention. We've got to pay attention to what we read and what we listen to and what we see and things we're involved in. We've got to pay attention to those things because it can break us down as men. And that's what Satan wants to do. So you can't be exposed to the wrong elements out there. 2 Timothy 2.22 says, Flee, run, get away from youthful passions and pursue righteousness and faith and love and peace and along with all those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. So there are some things that we are to pursue after. And then there are some things that we are to flee from. So duct tape breaks down with it when it's exposed to the wrong elements. You also will break down if you expose yourself to the wrong elements. And then number five is this. Don't think that you are the permanent solution. Now guys, we like to fix things, right? Duct tape, I promise you, is not... The permanent solution, right? It's a temporary fix on a lot of things. Neither are you the permanent solution. Well, who is? The Lord is. We as guys, we like to fix things. But there's some things that I can't fix. There's some things that's out of my control. There's some things that God doesn't want me to fix. He hasn't called me to fix. I can only do what he's called me to do and lead where he's called me to lead. So my point is... Don't think that you're the permanent solution. Listen to Galatians 2 and 20. The Apostle Paul said, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life that I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. John 3.30 is my life verse. And it's just a verse that God impressed on my spirit in my life probably 30 years ago. And it talks about when John the Baptist was in his ministry. And he was, matter of fact, John the Baptist was the only successful pastor or minister or evangelist that lost his entire congregation. They all started following Jesus instead of following him. He was the forerunner of Christ. Some of the disciples and followers of John came to him and said, hey, we're losing our congregation. They're all following this man named Jesus. They're all going after him. And, of course, John reminded them that he must increase And I must decrease. That's John 3.30. He must increase and I must decrease. Listen, I don't have all the answers in life. But I know who does and that's Jesus. So I'm not the permanent solution to a problem. I may see where a problem is and what needs to be fixed. But I'm not necessarily the one that can fix it. I've got to be able to lead my family or those individuals, those people that I'm trying to help them with the problem. Lead them to Jesus who can fix All problems in their life. He is the permanent solution, not us, not us ourselves. You agree with that? Colossians 1 and verse 17 says, He is before all things, and by him all things are held together. So I just want to encourage you today. These five little simple tips, if you will apply them spiritually to your life, stick to the main thing. Men today, why don't you make a commitment? And a vow that you're going to stick to the person of Jesus Christ. You're going to trust him as your savior. You're going to grow in your relationship with him. You're going to stay true to God's word. You're going to lead your family in the path of righteousness. You want to have the attributes of Psalm 112 applied to you and your family and your life. And that only happens when you stick to the main thing. When you trust in Jesus Christ and stay true to him. Number two, be strong but be flexible. 
Rise up and be that leader that God's called you to be. Your strength is in the Lord, not in yourself. Your strength is in the Lord. Trust in Him. Ask for strength and leadership and guidance, but be flexible as you're leading your family. Hold it all together, and we can only do that as we lead our families. Don't get exposed to the wrong elements. That's huge. Pay attention to what Satan is trying to do to destroy you as a man of God. Be aware of that. And then number four, realize that you are not the permanent solution. We like to fix things. All of us do as men. There's some things that only Jesus can fix. And what we need to understand is that he is the permanent solution. And we need to defer everything to him and lead everyone we can to him. Here's what I want to ask you to do today. I've got something for every man here. So I want to actually see if I can get some help. Eric, will you come help me? And give me uh, one more fill. Will you come help me? I think, I hope, I pray, I have enough. That's that's an emergency one, okay? I hope I have enough for every man here to get a roll of duct tape today, okay? So, yeah, I'm sorry, not every man, every dad. Let's do every dad first, okay? So dads, why don't you hold your hand up so these guys know? I want you to get, take this roll of duct tape, and I want you to take those sermon notes, and I want you to read that scripture, and I want you to make that vow and that promise that you're going to be that duct tape dad, you're going to be that leader, you're going to stick to the main thing, which is Jesus Christ, you're going to lead your family, you're not going to expose yourself to the elements, right? You're not the permanent solution, only Jesus is. Do all of our dads have one? All right, here's one last thing that I want to do. All of you dads that have a roll of duct tape, I want you to get your roll of duct tape, and I want you to come up here on this platform because I want a picture with you. And I need somebody to take a picture. Actually... Bob, can you come around the platform or around the back? We'll wait on you. It should be open where he can come all the way around. And Bob's going to come out that door in his wheelchair. I want him up here with me. Did all of our dads get a roll of duct tape? All the dads got a roll? Okay, good. No? Who? Harold didn't get one? Okay, I've got a a salute. Oh, here's a couple more. I've got two more. Here you go, Harold. Harold. Dave, did you get one? Did all of our dads get a roll of duct tape? Okay, we got more here. I went to Walmart late last night and bought every little small roll of duct tape they had, which was like 43 rolls, and I was hoping that would be enough for my dad today. All right, I need all you dads to come in here. Bob, why don't you come up here right front and center? You park right here. And dads, I want us all to fill in here. You get right there. Okay? All right, all the dads come in here. Let's get a knee down here beside Bob. Some may want to take a knee in the front. Can we push that over? Actually, I think we can. Yeah. Just pick that up. Somebody got it? All right. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. All right. Can we get all my dads in here? All right, dads. I want you to hold your duct tape so we can see your duct tape. Sorry. 
Is that thing in the way? All right. Are all the men? Can we see everybody? Can you take pictures from the side also? Hey, men, it makes it easy. If all you guys will stick your face in a hole, okay, so they can see you. All right, we good? All right, you get everybody right here? Okay. Okay, Dad, stay right here. Let's pray together, okay? <clears throat> Father, I thank you for these dads. And Lord, I just pray that you use them and use them to lead their family so that they can have all the attributes of Psalm 112 be true in their life. May they put you first. May they live for you. May they serve you. May they love your family like you love the church and gave yourself for it. May they lead their family like you lead the church today. God, I pray you that pray that you protect all of these dads from the wrong elements of life that are out there that could destroy them as a person, as a father, as a man. Help them to realize the great responsibility that they have to lead their family. Their children are looking up to them. Their wives are depending upon them. What a tremendous responsibility we have. And today we dedicate ourselves to you. And we make this vow that we're going to stick to the main thing. And that main thing is our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If we will get that one nailed down, everything else will take care of itself. Help us, Lord, to cultivate our personal relationship with you. And then help us to lead our families. Our world today are tearing down dads. Tearing down fathers, laughing at them through sitcom and TV and movies. But God, we need godly men to rise up and lead their homes today. Father, I pray for these men today that are dads. Use them to lead their home and lead their families and help them be godly dads and bless them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for this lesson from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with, or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360, or you can email us at victoryfwb at gmail.com. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email Call or send a request to 223 Scott Troy Road, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.